kind of just disrupted my mood the whole network and everything yes i was talking about how the love place in my heart to talk about purity today and in a very totally new dimension so i talked about how i started the story by telling you you know my mom used to encourage myself and my sister to read you know that was before far before my younger ones were born and you know there was this lady that used to that used to is it what was the word now we say what's the english when someone when someone is kind of just where, where is English when you need it? But she used to kind of just make us feel somehow because she she always goes around with all those big books, big novels. She was always reading one novel or the other, and reading was just not my thing. I don't even know how I'm surviving in this, you know, as a law student or something like that. <laughs> so she just used to read, and so my mom was like, you know, so, and my, me and my sister we used to be so playful as children. Oh my god, I mean, rough play. I think there was a time we even broke through the fence. We were just really playful so mom was like you people doing even you read read your read novels like this lady she's always reading her novels you people don't read your novels and so like i was like okay and so i think i went for a program in the church so it was a youth program so we went on a saturday to prepare was it saturday we went on a friday to prepare for the saturday for the program you know so the ones that wanted to sing the ones that wanted to dance the ones that, the ones that wanted to act a movie so we were there we're singing we're dancing we're doing everything yeah so then after after dancing we started talking talking about everything in this world you know how children just talk from a to z and i said have you could you guys read novels i was necessary then i was like yes yes i no, sorry i was like no i don't read novels and then she was like oh no no that novels are really interesting that she's going to recommend one for me and then right there that instant she sent me a novel that was the first ever romantic novel i'll ever read the title was Queen. it was Queen that read it i don't know if you guys were then during my time but Queen was really really raining then it was the it was like if you wanted to read a romantic novel it was the novel it was the go-to novel it was the go-to that was where to go to get novels so it was Queen, and the title of the book it was her best friend and you know i read 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 ah uh, you know love was just doing me somehow i was enjoying the book and then they got to a point where where they um you know they did the do you know, there was a kind of like a sexual scene a sex scene and the kiss and they all, i think it was on the floor of the whatever but uh, you know people that read books i don't know if you re- read books then you know when i used to read books and so i read that one finish and she was like oh, did you like it i was like yeah i really really enjoyed it and how you know enjoy it it was all about kissing and everything so <laughs> really your body likes it your body likes you know the flesh always wants things like this so she was like, oh, really? Okay, let me send you another one. And that was when she sent me the bump and it was Fifty Shades Darker. And, whoo, man, you're talking about a book that is very explicit. Then that's, that's, that's the book. It was, so, it was such an explicit book. I read it necessary. I remember one time I would even go to... Um, Ah man, I'm going. I'm putting myself in the in the in the open right here, but I'm going to do it in secondary school. Then I, I will go to the toilet and I, you know I'll take my small phone just so I can just so I can read, continue to read the book. You know, so I just go read, 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 read the books and stuff like that. So. I read that book. Oh, that was the beginning of it all. That was the beginning of it. 
so then the next thing i did the next thing i did was the, then the next part of the book came out it was um 50 shades freed yes it was 50 shades freed that was the next part of the book 50 shades freed so i read that one too it was doing me some kind some kind i was just enjoying all the books you know a part of me was just awakened you know a part of me that was fresh because I, I've not I've not been used to all those kind of things. And earlier on, I used the analogy like you know when you open the door, but you don't open it completely, you know. But it has the tendency to get opened more more wide, more wider. Yes. So and then the next one came. I read it, and that was the beginning of a very drastic part for me. That was the beginning of a very is it drastic now? Very bad part or very somehow part. And so next thing you will know is I started to read books. I think I downloaded I downloaded Wattpad. I read After. After was also a very big book. You know, so I was just into literatures and li- reading literatures and reading literatures. And the next thing I the next thing that happened was you know, when you start to read things like this because what what romantic novels you know they will say romantic but i don't even want to say romantic because most of the time it's just very very explicit so it's kind of like an erotic novel you know i hope i'm talking to people that are both 18 yeah please and you might not even be above 18 because i started to read all these things that as as a ss2 was i even up to 15 i think 15 so let's just go on and so I said these books were really erotic and and I was I was reading some uh, sometime yesterday and it was talking about the you know the side effects of when you take up pornographic content it messes with your mind there's this kind of mind fog you know me of fog fog a fog is when you wake up in the morning and you know everywhere is still very cloudy you can't really see you can't really see from afar there's this kind of cloudy cloudy stuff so that's what it does to your brain not to talk about anxiety not to talk about these other things that comes on when you start to when you start to li- watch these things you get there's so many things that happens when you start to listen to this thing so as, as a child I, you know i just continue to read these books i continue to read what's bad you know go to year one i was still reading these books and one of the things about it is that you know as a mind i, I wanted to experience I, I wanted to experiment you know this thing that i've been that i've been reading how does it look like how does it look like i remember one time an uncle of mine came around and then we're just playing with his phone and you know be careful if you have younger brothers and any uncle that bring one kind of phone don't let them open the phone anyhow <laughs> and so i just checked the phone i think it was myself and my sister now we saw some very you know pornographic videos on this thing and you know children are kind of intrigued by stuff like that we opened it and i'm like ah you know and i think at the point i even had to google some pornographic content and watch for myself these are things i've never really told anybody but i just did not find i, I just did not i just did not i you know the lord <laughs> was really protective or maybe let me say i was really a bit sensitive enough i just didn't want to fall into that and get addicted but my novel addiction was still there you know what part just fueled it more and more and one of the things that it did to me is that i will go for church service when i talk about mind fog it's view see i, I don't want to, i don't know how people that are, 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 are 
addicted to pornographic how they how they live but it's it's a real struggle that they are actually in it's a big struggle if someone ever comes out to you and tell you this and it's something to pray for them about because the devil is really there you know he holds on to their mind he's just really there and so then I would go to church, I would be in church, I would be in service, you know, then it was fellowship because I was already in year one. I would just be seated and I'm not watching anything currently. It might have even been, you know, months that I've read this thing, but I would start having very explicit images of, you know, sexual content just come to my mind. You know, we could be seated and be singing worship song, you know, the song I was reading, there was spirit lead me where my trust and this thoughts would just come very very red ugly head very visual very vivid very big you know like it's just there it's very dominant very strong very strong and as 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 i was not even so old i think i was 17 but i knew that this thing was having a very demonic hold on me and i had to do something you know i could not really how how can you worship god when you are thinking of sex and thinking of private parts and you're in church (laughs) i don't know how it's going to work but it's going to mess you up big time big time so it's continued to go on go on and i i I, I, i've been a child growing up i've just been someone that you know i just had this thing for god i just loved the person of god i I loved things i've heard about god i just there was just this connection i've always felt with god so that thing was really really blocking what i had for god what i had for god and so you know one night you know when everything ended one night what happened it was i was just in my room i was in my room i was just tired you know my tired was tired and i remember kneeling down close to my bed yes and i just bowed my head down on my bed and i started to pray you know and this was a prayer that i didn't even say a word like you could be kneeling down close to me and you would not even hear me saying anything i didn't say one word but i was praying and my mouth was moving and so when i came across the scripture where it says hannah prayed and um, she was talking but no words were coming out of her mouth and then prophet oh what's the name of that prophet eli saw and, and thought she was drunk that was my situation you know when the bible writes some things it's not exaggerating i was praying but i was not talking because and then tears were dropping from my eyes and then the prayer was that god i love you so much i love you jesus i love you god i love you so much and i cannot i cannot relate with you if i have this kind of a mind if my mind is so clogged up i can't i can't talk to you i know you cannot fellowship i know you cannot stand the sight of sin you cannot stand the sight of distance so how can you fully dwell inside of me if i'm having this thought that was how the prayer was for me i'm serious i'm i'm not trying to exaggerate i'm not trying to put words the thing that got me to stop and fight against that thing was not because of um you know fear that god would kill me or god would do anything you know for the glory of god the understanding of the person of god i i always had as a child you know i've never seen god as one you know one 
big god there that is just tapping his foot and waiting for me to make a mistake and just give me a big slap on the face i've always known that god was a patient god i've always known that god was a loving god i've always known that god was a merciful god so i never i've never for once thought that god will punish me you know there's a difference between punish and correct god is not petty god is not a petty god you will not say because you did this i will do this to you that's not how god works so i've always known that even as a child I remember one time I was in church very young, I think around 14 or so, and then this prophet came and said something about, oh, time is going. And this prophet came and said something about, you know, he said, he said prophecy, I don't even know what it is he saw. And he said that, um, he said that, what did he say? He said that, um, he saw that my enemy, not me, will be raped at the age of 20. Um, he, said, he just said some really, really horrible things. And it was a prophecy coming from... In fact, it was on the altar. And the next Sunday, my pastor had to come and anoint everybody because he had just said a lot of demonic things and in the guise of, you know, of a prophecy. And I remember as a child, 14 years old, like we came back from that video as around 2.30 and I came back me and my bed so i just knelt down on the bed and i said god i know you love me you will never want me to be raped this is a child i'm telling you i'm telling you the truth you will never want me to be raped so god i'm putting into your hands i rebuke this thing that this man has said and that was it and i just forgot about it but i'm just trying to emphasize the point the fact that i just always known god as a loving god so when i was praying that prayer i was not praying it from the place of i was scared that you know this will happen to me or this will not happen it was more of the fact that i didn't like that this thing that was going on was affecting my relationship with god do you understand it was more of the fact that i just knew that i loved god i just knew that i loved him too much to be you know to be doing this to him you know yes i'm doing i'm affecting myself but i'm also affecting god in a way because he's inside of me you understand so that's what you know that's what this topic today boils down to you know purity a product of love so it was not fear it was not fear that got me to stop it was not fear that brought me up and say all right you have to stop this it was not fear it was the fact that you know i loved god it was the fact that i came to realization that you know god means the world to me it was the fact that i just came to realize that god is everything and he has been everything i might not be i might not have the richest parents i might not have everything i I have in this world but i love god but i love god and i just want to say to you out there you know you know, some people might say, oh, some people might be trying to come out of, you know, something sinful that they are doing. You know, it might not be thoughts, it might be something that you're actually doing. It might be words, it might be, it might be different things. It might be movies, it might be pornographic stuff that you're into. It might be just something that is trying to lure you into these things. Or you probably know someone that is struggling with this. It is not a problem of, you know, it's not a problem of fear or or it's not a problem of you know commitment you're not disciplined enough it's a problem of love it's a problem of love the question is do you really love god you know who is god to you have you come to understand his love for you have you come to understand his love for you and i'm going to i'm just going to read this scripture for us i'm going to read the scripture for us most times people read the scripture 
people read the scripture and you know they just take it out of context but it's going to really open your mind i pray you open your mind and just listen read this from you know with another view i'm going to read it now john 14 which is the anchor test john 14 verses 15 verses 15 john 14 verses 15 it says if you love me keep my commandments if you love me keep my commandments then 21 says you know either hurt my commandments and keep it them he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved by my father but what i want to show us in this story is you know in this text is that jesus did not say keep my commandments and that will show that you love me it says if you love me keep my commandments if i was to paraphrase it's saying if you love me you will keep my commandments purity is a product of love if you are able to get the parts of loving god then keeping his commandments will be small if you love me so we, we sometimes we read these things opposites like keep my commandments show it shows you love me no if you love me if you love me it's all about love it's all about love do you love me do you love me if you love me i'm not saying fear now fear can do fear can only do so much fear can only do so much Ah, if you do this, your future will be destroyed. Your this thing, this thing will happen to you. Ha, ah, your parents will be embarrassed. Your, you know, man, these things you are doing, it's not like you are doing it in front of everybody. Who is going to know? Sin thrives in secrecy. So there's so much fear can do. There's so much fear can do. If nobody's going to catch you, you're going to continue. <laughs> you're going to continue. Fear is not enough. In fact, if fear is what is fueling you to keep God's commandment, then something is wrong. Because the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. What motivates you to want to serve God, to want to love God, to want to honor God with your body is not the fear of what is going to happen. Nah, it's the fact that you just love God. People will say, there's a scripture, people. Okay, before I go to the scripture, there's this man of God. I love him so much. I don't know if you listen to me very well. You know, I talk about him almost all the time. His name is Andrew Romack. And he said when he was young, when there was this Viet, um, Viet, Vietnam War, I don't know if it is, but Americans fought with Vietnamese, or I don't even pronounce it well. And he said that, you know, he had to be deployed, he had to go to fight war. And now, you know, when you fight war, it's a very bad place you know it's, it's it's just a lot you see people die the smell of blood and everything it's just really bad and so he said that you know he was a christian so when he went there the government will every weekend bring in girls you know girls like prostitutes for the soldiers for the people there for the people fighting the war you know to have sex with to just you know release tension and to release stress and he said that he went to the field with people that were Christians like him. People that, you know, they went to Bible school together. They went to Sunday school together. They went to the same church. 
he said they went everybody they went there you know coming from church and everything he said so when he got when they got there and they started to bring girls he said there's no pastor looking at you there's no one mommy there's no one daddy there's no one church or anything everybody's just trying to survive he said at that point he said many of his friends many of these christian people many of them and it just left because there was no longer any consequences as to doing that thing he said but for him you know his relationship with god had gone far beyond you know it was not just living it was not just a christian because of what people had to say it was not just because of fear that something will happen you know if if <laughs> if a lot of consequences if a lot of things were to be left away you know maybe you go to a place and nobody knows you're a christian and something something like that a lot of christians will actually fall because nobody can see you nobody can talk to you and he said it was actually even a normal thing it was governments that were giving them the babes if they are taking the girl it was nothing was going to happen i said but for him what stopped him was he just he just loved god he didn't think he, he just you know this might sound like a cliche i don't know how to say it better it all just boils down to love he said he just felt he just loved god so much to do that he said he just he could not just do it he could not just do it was it was just about his love for god so if there's something you are struggling with if there's a sin that you just keep doing over and over and over again then there's a need for you to pray this prayer and say father you know help me to get a deeper revelation of your love for me because the truth is once you start to understand how much god loves you loving him back would just be so simple you see we love him because he loved us first we loved him because he loved us first the antidote to that besetting sin to that sexual sin to that sin that you're struggling so hard with is understanding how much god loves you i don't know i don't know how to overemphasize this the scripture says if you love me keep my commandments so the question is are you sure you love me it's not running after keeping my commandments then it's not justify and qualify that you love him no it's loving him first and keeping the commandments it's just it just flows it just flows it just flows it just flows can this i i just hope i'm seeing this the way i can say it sometimes what we just need is a deeper is a more understanding of how much god loves us i can tell you several times that god has gotten me to keep his commandments you know people talk about tithing and if you don't give your tithe fear you know it's the canker one i'm sorry it has never moved me it has never what moves me is my love for god when i want to give my tithe i just oh my god i love god so much let me give him tithe i i even people might think i'm exaggerating but I, the way i relate is not really the normal way but that's just what comes to my mind like oh let me give my tithe okay okay i, I only have 200 never left i'm going to keep god on your never yay that's the way oh god i'm not trying to exaggerate here i'm seriously not trying to exaggerate but that's the way i re- that's the way i relate to things that's the way i relate to god even with my tights it's born out of a place of love 
in fact recently god just opened my eyes to his person you know the church has made us look at god as you know the devil you know we say the holy spirit is a comforter yet we treat the holy spirit as a condemner we treat the holy spirit as if he's here to condemn us he doesn't condemn us they say you always be a comforter, but you anything when, when, when you do something bad and something is happening, you say, Ah, it's the Holy Spirit. He's always been like, beating me up. He's beating me up. He's just beating me up. The Holy Spirit has been beating me up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but you just said the Holy Spirit is a comforter. How come he's beating you? How does comfort and beating come then? And most times people get that notion from this scripture that says that you know the holy spirit that will convict the world of its sin you know so they said the holy spirit is convicting me of my sin <laughs> the holy spirit is convicting me of my sin i want to look for that scripture the holy spirit is convicting me of my sin the holy spirit is beating me up beating me up right now i'm sorry i'm i'm going through my scripture please follow me i'm going around up very soon Convicting me of my sin. John 16 verse 8. Let's open that scripture. Let me show you something. Let me show you something very new and amazing. John 16 verse 8. John 16 verse 8. Alright. Alright. So let's 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 read this together. You'll be shocked. So let's read it together. So that scripture it says, and when and when he is come, that's the Holy Spirit, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Nine, which is one part people don't always read, I don't know why. Of sin because they believe not on me. So the sin that the Holy Spirit convicts people of is people that did not believe in Jesus Christ. The job of the Holy Spirit is to comfort. Um, I, I don't know how this thing is sounding. Even when you make the greatest of mistake, I'm not saying it will not correct you, but it's never from the place of, you know, beating you down, breaking you down. It's just going to come to you and say, "Hello, baby. You know what's the problem? Okay, then let us do this." In fact, when you, when you, when you, uh, when, when he wants to correct you, yourself. The only thing come, it, it always goes back to love. I remember there was one time I was in, as I last year I was in this situationship, you know, and I just I was so obsessed with this guy, <laughs> and you know, day in and night, I would be so like I was really distracted. I could not even think of anything apart from this guy. And I remember one time there was a we had the phone. Oh, hey, yeah, right, you're just spilling your secrets. <laughs> no, wahala. I just want to share it. I just want you guys to be comfortable with, with me. And I so I just I I was after we had our conversation that morning as usual, and I just dropped my phone and the Holy Spirit just ministered. The Holy Spirit said, you know, what if you've become an idol to him? And what if he has become an idol to you? And then I was going, you know, when I was going, when I'm riding public transports, my mind would be so filled up with this guy. And everything the Holy Spirit kept telling me is, ah, this guy is taking so much space in your heart. What of me? Don't you love me? What of me? It always comes back to Jesus. 
you know, your spirit always goes take it back to Jesus. You know, maybe as someone that you are always stealing, this spirit just be like, ah, is it that you don't trust me? You don't trust me enough to provide for me, to provide for you. Always goes back to love. Always goes back to love. It's not. It's not someone that condemns and beats you down, man. Oh, let me show you. For, let me show you on that thing that will shock you guys. It's one of my favorite scripture ever. I listened to this message and this man of God opened my eyes to this scripture. And ever since then, it's, it's one of my favorite scripture. First John three verse twenty. It says, "For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things." So now it's not saying if the Holy Spirit condemns us. Say if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts. Condemnation. Holy Spirit is a comforter, not a condemner. That's by the way, though. So what I'm teaching you, or what I'm just trying to share with you, is that if you're struggling. If you're struggling so much, if you're struggling so much with some sins, with some things, you know, some things, all you need to do is ask God for a revelation of his love. All you need to do is question your love for God. Are you sure you love God? Or you're just you're just playing religion. You're just going to church, dressing up, you know, wanting to look good, wanting to look like a Christian boy, wanting to look like a Christian girl. Are you sure you love God? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Do you love God? Ask yourself, do I love God? Or do I even understand how much God loves me? Do I understand? There's some things you will never do if you love someone. I will share this last scenario before I go. You know, it was when I was entering University of Lagos. I saw a lot of things in lag. I'm still in lag myself. I'm still seeing things. And I remember, you know, this this topic is big. Ah, there's so many things to say, and I'm running so much out of time. Let me just end. But when I was going into school, now I'm, I'm, let's just you know, let's bring it down to human to human relationship. You know, your mom will come, once your money to share. Remember the daughter of whom you are, and everything. And then several things, several parents told that to their children when they were going to school. So when I went to school, you know, <laughs> how many, my mommy cannot see everything I'm doing. Go possible, go horrible, not possible. She can't see everything I'm doing. If I go to club today, she cannot know. If I do this, she cannot know. So there's nothing, there's not like I was just free. As likewise, every other child, especially all the ones that have been on more get inside like me, you know, when they get to school, they realize their parents can only shout through the phone. They can really do nothing. Maybe once in a while, pop up and say, I'm with this, come for a You run and run, rush up and down, wear masquerade clothes and come and see them. They go and you go back to your life. But for me, you know, I just think, I, I saw, and I, I, I'm not perfect, obviously, you know, from the story I shared earlier about how I read books. You know, it just showed the struggles that I had to struggle. The things I had to struggle with. The things I'm currently, you know, struggling with. So there might not be, you know, sexual stuff because the Lord helped me to 
win that battle but there are still other things emotionally i need to get my stand in christ and every other thing so when children go to school you know there's just so much your parents can do they can't beat you from school they can't beat you from there but as a child you know i've always had this connection with i'm i'm just a lover girl i just love things i just love people <laughs> if i love you <laughs> if i love somebody it takes the if god did not tear that person away from my hand it would take time for me to not love the person so the same with my mom i just had this love for my mom so when i was in school i just would not do some things because i just love my mom i know she had gone through so much even for me to be in school at that point you know i know things that she had gone through things that she has suffered you know me being there things she has taught me you know how my mom has done everything in the world for me you know i remember one time when i was in school squatting squatting issue when i was just in year one i think my third week in in Moremi, the lady was squatting about five people Allah, she drew me. <laughs> i was the fifth person she brought so the roommates were like ah, and they went to report us to the porthouse and then they came inside the room badged in you know ah man the old mistress was like why are you why are you i was just stuttering i didn't even know what to say i said eh, i came from my hostel because there's no water in my hostel i came to bath it was just saying rubbish oh i was just saying rubbish she started shouting shouting and then to make matter worse all the roommates were not saying ah you yeah, lost students this thing can affect you it can affect you as a lot ah how is course that affects lost students kai when like i stole they should tell me when i was in year one i was gullible i was crying you know <laughs> i was crying my eyes was red i went out of the hostel i ran out of the hostel i went to see my the only friend i had then her name was Lyle. she was just looking at me and saying come on she baby you know i was crying i called my mom I was in the reading room. I called my mom, and tears were in my eyes. I was crying. Mommy, mommy, they said I was still. I was mini crying. In fact, what I want to come out of my eyes right now when I remember how much I was crying. And then immediately I just called my mom. So my mom decided to cry on the phone. She was crying. She was crying, and she took. I don't even know how she got there. In less than two hours, she rushed down to Unilag. Obviously, because we are in Lagos, so she rushed down to Unilag. She came to see me. Her eyes were still red. Eyes were red. She was crying too. She hugged me. She called the person that was squatting me. That what will happen? The person was like, Ah, mommy, she's not a big deal now. Nah. It's just squatting. This is Unilag now that will sort it out. But my mom has just done too much. She has just done so much for me. You know, she has just loved me so there were some things i didn't do because i loved her so there are two people i loved i loved my mom i loved god so <laughs> what rubbish did i want to do <laughs> only if i want to be stubborn so i'll just come to the end of this today i just come to the end of this today you know, and there's something i want to say before i ah it's i mean time something i want to say something i want to say i've heard people say this thing you know when i when after fighting that issue of you know books and all those things um i came across this argument about you know you know we need to express ourselves sexually because we are sexual beings you know we're sexual beings that's what god created us to be and it's true you know god created us this body you know that sexual part of us 
you know but remember when paul was talking paul said first corinthians i think first corinthians 7 verses 1 to 9 was saying that sex is a beautiful thing and it's you know message says that it's it is to be done in the context of marriage because sex is really powerful you know if you start you know to i don't know i don't even know i'm not i start with this thing but if you start <laughs> if you start something like that i i guess it's it's really hard to to hold yourself you know it's it's like you playing with fire once 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 it's you know once it catches when once everything just explodes to control fire fire is wild you know is, is it wild or white okay wild fire is wild it will just keep expanding you know to bring it back it's just but you know marriage is is strong enough with the grace of god emphasis on with the grace of god to hold in that fire you know so so people say you're sexual being sexual being so i remember going attending an online program purity works it was held by Ijama Okore and she brought in a guest and i asked this question that thing the answer to her question stuck to my brain like magnet i loved the answer she gave i thank god i was a part of that program and she said you know you know we are sexual beings i was asking her that you know ma i've heard this argument about us being sexual beings and i truly believe this i believe this you know we have this feelings okay for guys testosterone i don't know what ladies have i don't know and little did i know that i was talking to a doctor she was a doctor i said you know first and foremost i think i should have a better understanding of this because of my profession she was not trying to be rude she was just explaining and then i was like okay yes and i was like you know it kind of just calmed my fire like phew i just kept quiet let me listen to her she said you know yes that's the truth you know there's there's some times in the month that we feel more sexual than the other times and it will come that's the way our body has been built but there's some other things that we could do to just divert our attention from that thing but the the thing she now said that just helped me said she said you know i want to correct something you're not sexual beings you're a spirit being and you have a flesh yes that can prone to you know be sexual sometimes but you're a spirit being those are led by the spirit of god as the sons of god you're not led by your flesh you're not led by that sexual part of you you're led by your spirit man you have to train your spirit man to control your flesh your flesh isn't supposed to control you once you're a christian that is being led by your flesh then you're a carnal christian and so you have to be led by the spirit of god your spirit takes charge and um so you know the i'm just i'm just telling us now in case you've had that argument that you're not just a sexual being you're a spirit being you're a spirit being and the last two things i want to tell you is that if you find yourself doing something some besetting things you know first and foremost sit down and ask yourself you know ask yourself or pray father give me a deeper revelation of your love for me you know it's a problem of love it's a problem of you understanding your love and understanding the place of god in your life you know yes please and then the next thing i want to i will also tell you to do in you know to encourage and build your spirit man is to go on fasts you know and fasting does not have to be only on foods now you know so you know i be, i'm not really too into fasting you know because there's some things about fasting that we get wrong a lot of us are going on hunger strikes and we call it fasting the major aim of fasting is to withdraw ourselves from the world you know and i learned this from a message i heard earlier is to withdraw from the world and you know even jesus christ always 
always withdrew from the world most people that the bible has ever used you know most people the scripture i've ever talked about talking about the person of paul you know paul said in galatians that for three and a half years he had to separate himself jesus when he was with his disciples scripture would just tell us when jesus withdrew and jesus went away and jesus separated himself you know most people that god has used there's always a period where god just separates them so a fast is supposed to be a period of time where you just go away from the world where you just separate yourself from the world you know i'm big on this instagram of a thing you know f- you open Instagram, first thing that comes to your face is Insta blog. Our father slept with his 14 years old daughter. You go down a bit, you see Cracks TV. Cracks TV is talking about <laughs> how many times do you watch porn in a day? They're asking one celebrity, yeah, 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 maybe like twice a week. <laughs> and it's looking like as if it's a normal thing. You stroll down a bit if you are maybe the one of the big, big ones that watch Joro. Joro is talking about, oh, Joro, hello, Joro, please keep me anonymous. Um, <laughs> I am married, but there's this other side chick. He, he does it better. You know, you you open Instagram and just seeing crafts every day. You see rubbish. It will mess up your person. It will mess your heart up. It will just mess you up, and it's just it kind of kills your spirit, man, in a way. So let's pray to God for a deeper revelation of His love for us. And let's just also learn to, you know, separate ourselves from the world. I pray that God will be with us in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, there's there's this scripture that, uh, there's this particular person, and I, I sense the person, I know the person is listening right now. You know, there's something, there's a, there's a message the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you. You're a guy, and, you know, it's, it's saying that you're struggling with something sexual. You're struggling with sexual stuff. You know, please take, take out your time, you know just reach out to me there's a message i need to send to you i don't know how i'm going to send it because of this 16 mb restriction that whatsapp have maybe telegram or something but there's this message that i need i feel the need to share with you and it will be you know the testimony to your breakthrough to be testimony to your breakthrough in jesus name so let's just pray and go father in jesus name internal rock of ages we say thank you for your love we say thank you for your love we say thank you because you've reached out to your children you've reached out to us as you always do lord father i pray for anybody here i pray for whatsoever people that might be here that are struggling with anything sexually lord i decree and i rebuke the hold of the devil in their lives in the mighty name of jesus but i believe strongly in my heart that the reason why they are you the devil is really attacking them with this sexual thing is because you have such a strong and powerful mandate for their life and it's trying to lure them it's trying to distract them from fulfilling this mandate but as of this moment lord we decree i decree yes a decree in the authority of jesus christ the son of god he says at the mention of the name of god you know of the name of jesus christ every name must bow and every tongue must confess i decree in the name of jesus that the devil has no hold on their lives in the mighty name of jesus that they begin to walk in their spirit they begin to walk and be sensitive in their spirit that they begin to be led by their spirit man and not their flesh in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for answered prayer for in jesus mighty name we have prayed bye guys i'm so sorry i took so much time it's supposed to be just 8 to 8 45 but bye thank you for waiting till this time i love you all